killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, 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 and welcome back to Decoding Your Crime Verse with me, Danny, and my co-host, Fearless Eagle. Yes, and today we are speaking about the Golden State Serial Killer, because what yeah, else yeah. will we be speaking about on mm-hmm. the show? Because, you know, gold, yeah. let's go. Mm. And today we're going to dive into the case of Joseph James D'Angelo, who was an American serial killer, sex offender, burglar, yes. and, yes, and, yes, yes. and former <laughs> police officer because the man didn't sleep okay at least 13 murders 51 rapes and 120 burglaries between california of the years 1974 and 1986 right talk about an overachiever as a criminal the person who cries when they get 85 percent to 90 this is the man's yeah so The Golden State Killer is one of the most infamous serial killers in the United States history. He was also known as... Now, you know you have to be some other sort of criminal when you don't have one name. Okay, not just Al Capone, Scarface. No, you have more than one. Okay, so not just the Golden State Killer. Okay, we've got the... Visalaya Ransacker, the mm-hmm. East Area Rapist, and the original Night Stalker. Hey. So you have four names. Hey. Mm-mm-mm. Hey. Hey. Please explain to me. Please. And he committed crimes between Sacramento to Santa Barbara County. I don't understand. Mans clearly was on some energy there. Yeah, no, I don't he, understand. He planned his time. He made sure that he divided the 24 hours into four. Yeah, but you know what? This is probably what made him so hard to catch. Is like, first of all, he was not in like one area. Mm. But also, he wasn't doing the same thing. So, it's not like they could track a specific kill. Like... Yeah, like, this is you know, where the next one's going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah. it was robbery and it was rape. And people probably, they probably didn't even know they were dealing with the same person until mm-hmm. it all came together at the end, which, I yeah. mean, ultimately, you got to give the guy some credit. <laughs> yeah. Give credit where credit is due. This doesn't mean for you to go ransack <laughs> people's houses now, but Eish. we're going to look at his life in the different stages of crime. And the first one is as the Vasilia ransacker. ransacker. I've probably said that word about four different types of ways because I don't actually know how to say it. We're just going to go with it. Right. So, in 1974 in Vasilia, a small town about halfway between Sacramento and Los Angeles was the epicenter of a series of more than 100 burglaries. When do you find the time? The burglar would rummage through the homeowner's belongings, taking mostly low-value items such as coins and women's undergarments, which is so disgusting, and I don't understand what you're doing. In eh, September of 1975, eh. a man strongly believed to be the ransacker broke into the home of Claude Sneeling in the attempt to kidnap Sneeling's daughter. The intruder mm. shot Sneeling twice and escaped as Sneeling died from his injuries. There was another attempted breaking and shooting in December of that year, but the ransacker evaded police once again after the December attacks, the burglaries stopped in the area. Which mm. is clever. He probably knew, as being a police officer, he probably knew when there was too much heat on him yeah. and when to move on to, like, the, the next, next yeah, area. The next area. Mm. My thing is, to now go from burglary to rape... Hey. 
and then to murder. Do you know what hey. I'm saying? It's like it's yeah, it's like stepping stones of crime. Yeah, no, he did. Uh, there was a video that I was watching. Mm. Obviously, there was like an interview and all those stuff. Yeah, and with that area where he started all of that, the police officers within that area. Yeah, uh, one of them used to have a conversation with him and saw how qualified he was and all of those things and he did mention that the one day he was speaking to him and then he asked him why wh- what is he doing there why did he choose out of all places yeah. that area because he's overqualified and the guy's response was that's a stepping stone for him to go mm, upwards okay so his next area was the east area rapist and in june 1976 the east sacramento area became the hunting grounds of a serial rapist the predator began stalking a woman in the area and peeping through their windows which reminds me i had a dream last <laughs> night so me and my brother had just sat out <laughs> to watch the first episode of the final part of the final season of attack on titan let's go let's go watch the trailer yeah, and I turn around and there's a man trying to get into my window because he wanted to sleep in my spare room. Ish, I don't ish, understand. Ish, it's ish, very ish. strange. But yeah. um, I probably what beware people. of men's with letters. This is actually a question. <laughs> Do you think that Aaron Yeager is a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, that one was so random and yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Because me, I'll die on the hill, I'll support mm, him. But mm, that's just mm, because mm, I love mm, a morally great character. <laughs> mm, um, he's an educated criminal <laughs> that knows how to do his stuff, right? Yeah, but actually sitting down and thinking about the whole situation. He's, he's going to he kill is. hundreds and thousands of yeah. people. Okay, you know, this is a topic hey. for another day. Yeah, Let's no. focus on our, on our <laughs> Golden State Killer. So he escalated to rape on June 18, 1976, when he broke into the home of a single woman in Rancho Cordova and raped her at night. He committed at least 49 rapes in the East Sacramento area and surrounding cities. The last rape being on June 11, 1979 in Danville, just outside San Francisco. In 1978, the East area rapist murdered Katie and Brian Magory while they were walking their dog so you see it's kind of like his crimes escalated as as mm. he like got like yeah. more and more into it and i mean hey, hey like hey, damn hey, 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 hey. that one's hectic because then he moves to becoming the original night stalker which i feel hey. like that's quite a cool name <laughs> <laughs> night so stalker. on october 1st 1979 he broke into a home in the southern californian town of Golta and tied up the couple living there. Fortunately, neighbors heard the couple's cries for help and called the police. Mm. He fled the scene on a bicycle. He was dubbed the Night Stalker, but later renamed the original Night Stalker after Richard Ramazes received the same name. So the original Night Stalker went on to murder four couples and a single woman in Southern California from 1979 to 1981, mm. raping the woman before killing them. The murder stopped until 1986 when he raped and murdered 18-year-old Janelle Cruz. Hey. So, all of those things, so those three names, that's then what became, when they identified him, instead of having all three names, that's when they then named him the Golden State mm. Killer, because I think California is known as the Golden State, if I'm not mistaken. So, let's look at our fascinating Mr. Joseph D'Angelo. <laughs> So, after the murder of Janelle Cruz in 1986, no more crimes attributed to the East Area Rapist or the original Night Stalker were committed. 
While it was believed the two crime sprees were related, but the cases were not officially connected until 2001. Mm. Dang. Mm. Huh? That's a long time. That's when hey, I was born. When DNA evidence proved that the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker were the same person. Mm. After the 2001 connection, the case went quiet until... 2016! I know, right? I was also like, what? 20 years! <laughs> Guys, what is the police doing? Hey, hey, when the authorities hey. announced a renewed effort to capture the elusive criminal. This man basically just lived his whole life in peace. You see, but you yeah. couldn't also blame the police officers because they didn't know what's happening with this guy. Like, they didn't... Hey, this guy was on That some is other true. Level. He was another level criminal. Mm. On April 24th, 2018, Joseph James D'Angelo was arrested and charged with eight counts of first degree murder in connection to the original Night Stalker cases. It was also revealed that he was strongly suspected in the relation of the Vasilia Ransacker cases. Mm. In August, D'Angelo was charged with 13 kidnapping abduction attempts in connection with the East Area Rapist cases. He was not connected to any of the rapes, however, since the statute of limitations mm. had passed. Which I don't understand the statute of limitations. If you committed the crime, you <sighs> must be prosecuted. Yep. Whether it's 10 years down the line or 35 years down the line. But anyway, so that is my like own personal key. opinion. That's <laughs> the same thing. You know uh, the double jeopardy rule? Mm. So, to explain it, I'm going to explain the plot of a movie because it explains it well. So, what happens is um, this lady gets sent to prison for killing her husband. Yeah. Right? Like, full-on convicted. The jury says she's guilty. She goes to prison. Yeah. Next thing, she finds out, no, her husband faked his death so that he could <coughs> then marry her best friend. So, then she gets out of prison and she kills the husband... But she doesn't then get arrested because she's already been tried for that case. So because yeah. she had already served the time for killing him, she never got arrested. Uh, <laughs> and that's uh, what they call double jeopardy. So if you already get tried uh, for the crime, you can't be tried for it again. It's dumb. Yeah. So very nah. good movie. Let's watch that movie, Nash. It is so good. Sure. It's a very good movie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to yeah. watch that one. But that's dumb. <laughs> that, that, that's you did. The rule, the rule is dumb, but uh, like, yeah. So, Joseph D'Angelo sure. was 72 at the time of his arrest. From 1973 to 1976, D'Angelo was a police officer in Exeter, a small town not far from Vasilia. In 1976, he joined the police department in Auburn, which is about a 30-minute drive from Sacramento. He was fired from the job in 1979 when he was caught shoplifting dog repellent. <laughs> and a hammer. Okay, guys, you are such a good criminal, and then we have stupid uh, things I, like this. Okay, he then moved to Citrus Heights in 1980, where he lived until his time of his arrest. D'Angelo was identified through the free DNA sharing site GED Match. Okay, fam. So you can now upload your DNA to find your heritage. Ish. But you know you are a convict. You are. You have committed crimes. Ish. And now your DNA is on databases. This. They can use stupidity. it. Yep. In 2018, police uploaded a DNA sample from a 1978 crime scene connected to the Golden State Killer. Hey. The DNA reduced almost a million profiles to a single family, and with the help of other factors like approximate age and geographic proximity, the authorities were able to narrow, narrow it down to a single suspect. 
After D'Angelo was identified on April 19, 2018, he was put under police surveillance. Da-da. The police were able to gather DNA samples from the door handle of his car and disregarded tissue and they then matched the DNA they collected at the crime scenes linked to the killer. The use of DNA databases to finally apprehend the Golden State Killer was very controversial. Family DNA has been used by authorities all over the country to identify and capture suspects in heinous crimes, but some believe that the government being able to search through DNA databases for criminals is a breach of privacy. (laughs) Which I kind (laughs) of... Hmm. I kind of see where they're coming from. Mm. But you also want criminals behind bars. So yeah. People who have never uploaded a DNA sample can be identified through distant family members, as was the case of D'Angelo. According to a study published in Science Magazine, uh. approximately 60% of people of European descent and approximately 40% of people of sub-Saharan African descent in America can be identified through the My Heritage DNA databases alone. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey. That's a little bit scary. Yeah. My that DNA is not dead. Well, don't we don't dead. live in America, <laughs> so. And I think if in South <laughs> Africa had DNA databases, I don't know if they. Oh, my one was I think the DNA would all just get mixed up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Yeah. 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 So. Our forensics is not great. Ish, 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 ish. Yeah, you see. Yeah, it brings a lot of question marks because now I have a lot of question marks in my head in terms okay, yeah, but now of specific this, yeah, this things. DNA is, I also know DNA is not 100% reliable. Yeah, you see. Mm. And That's what I was thinking also. Do you think he was also. only arrested on the whole DNA? Uh, okay, I feel like that's the, the only, only evidence they have. They didn't have fingerprints. Mm. Because also when you look at the Do you get what I'm saying? The, the, the drawings and the descriptions and mm. stuff that they had back then of the people who are doing the mm. crimes and all the stuff. Like, yeah, there was no similarities. But I mean, it like, is older like, now. Yeah. I, I, I also looked at it. I looked at him now. Then I looked at the sketches that they had back then of the three different people. I was like, okay. Okay, but here's something interesting. D'Angelo made a confession of Mm. sorts after his arrest where he referred to an inner personality named Jerry who forced him to commit the crimes. (laughs) Which we've spoken about before of this whole idea of multiple personalities. Mm. Mm. Which apparently... And and I'm going to read it. I'm going to quote him. He said, I didn't have the strength to push him out. He made me. He went with me. It was like he was in my head. I mean, he's part of me. I didn't want to do those things. I pushed Jerry out and had a happy life. I did all those things. I destroyed their life. So now I've got to pay the price. You. I feel like, okay, I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes people, when they get caught and just to lighten the sentence, Mm. they now pull that... That like card, that yeah. card, yeah. Because I mean, you can I'm never actually mm. know. Mm. So I feel like my thing is like, like yeah. yeah to even like that is one thing. A lot of times, serial killers don't feel remorse, and I feel like the fact that he actually even issued a brief apology mm. to the victims. <sighs> I've listened to all your statements, each one of them, and I'm truly sorry to everyone I've hurt. Hey, interesting. So I, I, I don't know. 
He's still in prison. Chances, okay. So this is my personal view. Mm. Chances are, looking at everything the way it happened, for me it's like there's a fifty percent chance that one of the other people could have been someone else was yeah. committing the crime, and then he just happened to be, yeah, the other maybe two mm. or the just the one. And then yeah, just to you know, status-wise and all the stuff. Because also behind bars, yeah, another thing that you have to think about is behind bars. Mm-hmm. People they also have their rankings and yeah. You know, but I feel like I mean, I, he'll die in prison because yeah, he's seventy-seven, and I mean, to plead guilty to like thirteen counts of murder, he's not getting out. <sighs> he won't get out. Mm. He'll die in prison. Because mm. I mean, he's seventy-seven. Thirteen years is like what? 13 see, accounts of 13 accounts of murder is like nearly over 100 years yeah you see now that's that's where i'm now thinking because like with the with the prison structures okay the criminals that are inside the the, the prison mm. i'll obviously need to look into that and see like what happens like 100 percent in there but from you know knowledge in terms of the side like you, you they they do have rankings no, and, no, and some thing, people they have they live like it's yeah, like I mean, in a mansion. He he's got a problem because he was a police officer, and I know they don't like people. Yeah, but then yeah. he might be put even in like you see a different area of mm. the police of oh, the police of the prison. Yeah, yeah, the prison just to protect him in a way. I don't know. I mean, he definitely did it. I mean, mm. uh, if there was alternate personalities. But also, again, I don't know how you now just stop having the alternate personality, how he just ah, one nah, day stopped. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I know that. Uh, I don't feel like he had multiple personalities. I think I, I the guy knew what he was doing. I feel like, like we'll right have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but that has been the Golden yeah. State Killer. And we much. will see you next time. Yeah, yeah. So until now, until next week. Peace out. Goodbye. Active FM, radio has never, ever been better. Haven't you heard? It's the Netflix of radio.